0: He fires downfield. It's caught and into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa! Touchdown, Iowa!
1: Play fake. Beathard sets up
2: deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Iowa.
1: He's got it.
2: Smith.
1: Touchdown, 85 yards. Spot. The kick is on the way. It's good. It's good.
0: Iowa wins. 14, 13. All right. Welcome in everybody to episode seven of Triangle Sharps. We've got Lance in the studio today, and we have Parker over the phone. Parker, coming on in. You can feel yeah, free up. to say something. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. we'll have him over the phone as we've got some COVID implications affecting the the household at this point in time. Nonetheless, we've got a big, big slate of games this weekend. The Big Ten is back. Couldn't be more excited about that. Before we get into all that this week, I'm sure you guys saw on the Twitter the recent news with – a few new Twitter accounts coming into fruition. We've got the new Triangle Sharps account, which hopefully you guys were transitioning over there. So if you're a regular listener to this show, be sure to go give that a follow. As well as our other show for now, we've got that Hawks view as well. Also has a new logo, a new look to it. So if you guys are regular listeners to those episodes, be sure to go give them a follow and you'll see the news from those sh- those podcasts on those feeds from now on and more of the bigger stuff coming from the initial Melrose Media Twitter feed. That being said, we'll get right into the games this week. We'll go over about five or so big games and then NCAA slate, and then we'll get into the rest of our cards as well. So Iowa State, Oklahoma State, this is going to be a big game this week in terms of Big 12 championship implications and whatnot. Huge game for Iowa State traveling on the road. Lance, you want to start with this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at Iowa State's schedule, if they win this game, like they basically walk to Dallas. So, I mean, there's a lot on the line. I think there's... I think Kansas State's undefeated too, but obviously at this point in the year, these two are the two favorites to win the Big 12. I don't know any... I don't know yet. I have no idea who's going to win this game. Obviously... Uh, Spencer Saunders is coming back but I've been seeing some stuff that they might start the other guy Correct. I don't really know how you don't start Spencer Saunders if he's healthy granted the other guy's been like solid but
0: yeah he's been out for significant since week one and then they also haven't played since October 3rd so they've given him some time to rest but not playing since October 3rd has to hinder them a little bit in my opinion
1: yeah I mean for sure but I just don't really see how if Saunders is healthy that he's still not the guy. I mean, he got you. I mean, you think he's 8 and 3 as a starter. He just does a lot for that offense. The offense has kind of looked lost against everybody, but Kansas this year, at least in my opinion. Um so I think he'll definitely get the start if he's healthy. I just don't know about the spread. I it, I think this is a very evenly matched game. I kind of lean towards the points. I don't really have a pick for the spread. I think this game goes over though. I think both of these offenses are going to piece up these defenses.
0: To me, I don't have necessarily a over under pick here. I just think personally, I like Iowa State in this one. I've got Iowa State plus three and a half. I just I don't know about this QB being out for Spencer Saunders. That is being out for since week one. And who has Oklahoma State played? Really nobody. I mean, they haven't really proven themselves quite yet. Yes, they have a great defense. Only allowing, like, nine points a
1: game. Yeah, the but they play. certainly haven't gotten tested like at all. Yeah, yet. exactly.
0: So I'm going to look to Brees Hall to have a good game in this one again. As I've been saying all year, just keep giving it to him. That'll set up the pass game. Parker, you got anything on this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, to go along with what you guys are saying with uh, Oklahoma State and not really being tested this year and then also having a couple weeks off, I think you look at it one of two ways. They've either had a few weeks to game plan for Iowa State or they've had a few weeks of not really hitting anyone. I'm thinking the over in this one for sure. I mean, this is going to be some exciting running back play out of both of these teams. And then I honestly like Iowa State with the points. I, I like uh, I like pretty in this situation here for once.
0: It's a good football number as well, three and a half, something. In, I mean, sure, if Oklahoma State. I think it's going to be played tight no matter what.
1: I think this is going to be a great game. Yeah. Like I'm very excited for this game, obviously, with all the Big 12 implications. And this is two pretty evenly matched teams. I mean, they say... Home field's worth three points. I don't know if they've adjusted that all with COVID this year. I don't know how many fans Oklahoma State's going to have. I imagine they'll at least have some sort of fans in the building. But, I mean, this is just going to be a great game, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And we'll move into the biggest game of the Big Ten all week, Michigan versus Minnesota. Michigan on the road at Minnesota. Lance, you want to start us off with this one?
1: Yeah, I mean – Michigan just announced that starter today. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's very, very dynamic, very good runner. But I think that this Minnesota team is going to be kind of out to prove a point last year. I mean, they had a big breakthrough year last year with P.J. Fleck and Tanner Morgan. Obviously, both are coming back. I love this uh, Minnesota O-line coming back as well. And it's a home dog. I love the home dog. I think Minnesota comes out ready to play in this game. And I think they're better than they're getting credit for. Even with losing Tyler Johnson, I think Bateman coming back or opting back in is huge for them. I think this offense comes ready to play, and I think uh I like Minnesota plus three at home
0: yeah, I'm in not necessarily indifferent on this one, but Jack and I were talking kind of the other night about possibly Minnesota just getting some overvalued lines this year in terms of like what they what they' done last year and whatnot. I'm taking Michigan minus three in this one. I'm also, I really like the under in this one. I like under 54.5. I think both offenses are going to look to struggle, feel it out in the first half. And I think Michigan's going to look to control the ball in the second half and kind of take over in this one, personally, in the second half. I think just both offenses are going to struggle. Michigan's going to control the ball just a little bit better. I'm not a Michigan guy normally, but I was big on Michigan. And when we were talking about it in the Big Ten preview, I think that they might have a little bit better year in this. What better way to make a statement on the road here against Minnesota this year? Parker?
2: Yeah, this is the one I definitely like the under end. 54.5 points, and Big Ten already seems like kind of a lot of points in the first place. And then, I mean, these are two teams that thought they were playing football and then thought they weren't and then thought they – now they are again. I think just 54.5 is a a lot. I don't really know how I feel about the game. Uh, I lean towards Minnesota. I honestly – I kind of want to take the Minnesota money line. At, like, plus 125, Like I don't
0: I don't hate that at all. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, it's not – this isn't necessarily a fade-myself play, but I certainly – yeah, we're always going to be those guys that like to take the home dogs and whatnot. For me, this one, it – again, with my comments preseason, I just think Minnesota, Michigan's going to have a good year. I think this, this line necessarily isn't maybe where it should be. I think maybe this leans more – I don't know. It is on the road. It is the first game of the year. It's probably going to be tight, but I just look for Michigan to extend this one in the second half on the road.
1: Yeah, I just think with the new – I mean, obviously, uh, the quarterback's name is Joe, Wil- Joe Milton, by the way. They got a lot of new offensive line guys coming in from Michigan. I just think there's a lot of question marks there on that offense. I definitely lean the under, too. I, I'll i put it on my card, honestly. But <laughs> I, I just think that this uh, – returning a quarterback with this off season I think it's just huge and I think we've seen that in the f- like first 7 weeks I guess so um I I think Michigan I think Minnesota wins this game too
0: okay Cincinnati SMU another ranked matchup this week big in the
1: American huge massive for my Cincinnati to win the American ticket That's correct
0: and I think we were on record a few weeks back I believe maybe you were saying that you don't think necessarily SMU is going to beat both Cincinnati and Memphis. Memphis. So And they beat Memphis. And they beat Memphis. So, so
1: Yeah, I think the Cincinnati defense is gonna come to play in this game. Um again, I've talked about this on the podcast a lot, but I love Luke Fickle. I love what he's doing down there. I like um I like Cincinnati in this game, getting points. The SMU uh star receiver that has like a thousand yards and a thousand catches this year is out for the year. So I think that really hurts the SMU. Um, offense he makes I mean a ton of plays so I think SMU wins this game I think they are Cincinnati wins this game I think they control the clock well. they run the ball well defense is solid enough to at least slow down this SMU passing attack so I like Cincinnati plus two and a half
0: Parker
2: I'm the other way in this one I think you know the Cincinnati doesn't run the ball too terribly well and that's kind of SMU's weak spot on defense I think if they find a way to contain their passing game, maybe cause a couple turnovers. I think that uh I'm just I them being a favor kind of scares me to be honest. I think I might just take the money line. I don't think it's terrible around like minus one thirty. I don't really hate that at all. I just don't two and a half points kinda of scares me.
0: For me, I'm on Cincinnati as well in this one. I think that the under is something I'm looking more towards in this game, although it's probably already adjusted. In terms of, you know, SMU being able to really score the ball. It's I believe 54, 55 possibly. But I like the under in this one. I think both offenses may look to struggle a little bit in this game against others' defenses. And I think since he's going to be able to limit the ponies offense to a minimum in this game, not sure necessarily. I'm 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 leaning Cincinnati. Don't have a bet on it or anything yet, but my bet here is the under in this one. So moving into the next game, the biggest game for us, Iowa and Purdue. We talked a little bit how we're going to bet bet it this week on Hawks view, Lance. But obviously, we're going to bet, bet be betting
1: Iowa this week. What are we? Uh, I'm not. I'm not betting Iowa. Absolutely not. I'm going to. I'm just on the over in this game. I don't think our defense is going to be able to stop their weapons on offense, and I don't think their defense is worth anything worth the shit. So I think this game goes way over. I think it's going to be a shootout, um, and the over is four. It. The total has gone over in four of Iowa and Purdue's last five in West Lafayette, so I love the over. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. 63 in the last time we were there. Yeah, exactly. So I think this game's going to be high-scoring. I don't know that is going to cover. I'm I'm probably going to end up betting it, if we're going to be honest. But, I'm going to bet the money line. Yeah, I might series. do that. So, I mean, I just think this game's going way over, though. I love the over in this game. Yeah, so, I yeah. think
0: we, we talked about it enough here in Hawksview this week. And we'll just go throw a little plug in there right now. And be sure to go just check it out this week. It's a big week for Iowa football. We love covering it. There you're gonna see a lot more content of that on the Melrose Media feeds. Parker, you bet in Iowa this week.
2: Yeah, I I think this is one where Iowa can cover. Like Lance was saying with the the weapons that Purdue has, it is scary. That's also I will be taking the over in this one for sure. Fifty two and a half teams kinda of low. I hope uh you know, this Iowa offense has more weapons than, I mean, I've ever seen it in my time watching Iowa. The receivers are basically be number ones on any Iowa team growing up. They got a lot of studs. Uh, I just think there's going to be a lot of points in this game, and I think Iowa can win by a touchdown or so.
0: Yeah, I certainly agree. And I think we've kind of covered over in depthly what, what we expect out of this game, so we'll leave that be.
1: Yeah, Iowa is uh I got a trend for I got a trend for the people. Iowa's won twenty one straight games and is seventeen three and one against the spread as a road favorite. Wow. With an average of seventeen point six wins. Is that just Purdue? No, that's against everybody since late two thousand eleven.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay, we'll get into Bama, Tennessee is the last kind of big game. Here on this slate, I just – I like it in terms of it's a little bit of a SEC little, little – It's
1: probably the biggest game in the SEC this week, isn't it?
0: Mm, yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot else. But, listen, I'm betting Bama minus 21.5. I don't really care about the half point there. I mean, maybe I'll – no, I won't buy it. I don't care. Listen, we're talking about a Tennessee team that, I mean, was lost by 20 to Georgia and they were, like, given two touchdowns. I mean, this Bama team, this defense, is looking to come to play now. We're seeing it. It looked like a heightened defensive effort against Georgia last week. I think this is going to continue to be the the trend. The defense needs to step up. Clearly, it was a point of emphasis from Saban and the boys. I don't know. I like Bama a lot, minus 21.5. I don't think I have a problem covering that this week.
1: Yeah, I think I saw somewhere that Tennessee's putting in that new quarterback because that Gar Rancher, Ranch or whatever that guy's name is was just – Absolutely miserable against Kentucky. Yeah, obviously Tennessee coming off a bad loss. I'm going to take Bama first half. I don't love the 21 and a half. I would, if it gets down to 21, I'll definitely be betting in. I don't love the hook there. But, I mean, Alabama's Alabama, so I think they just kind of roll through this Tennessee team.
2: Yeah, couldn't agree more.
0: Parker, anything on this one?
2: Yeah, I, other than a backdoor cover, I don't see any way that Alabama doesn't beat them by like. By- close to close to 30 probably. I mean, you just look – you know, it's always tough to look and see how two teams match up against a particular team with Bama beating Georgia by almost 20 and then Tennessee losing to Georgia by almost 20. I think uh, – I don't see why not, why Bama can't cover at all.
1: The only thing that makes me nervous there is a bounce-back week after just a miserable showing at home last week against a rival. But, yeah, I mean, I think Bama just kind of just beats the brakes off them.
0: Yeah, couldn't agree more. Breaking in, we've got a fourth and goal here on Thursday night for, football for Carson Wentz and boys. We're throwing That's a, a, terrible a play jump ball. ball. I absolutely hate that a jump ball over to the corner and it's incomplete, folks. Shit, Parker, are you watching still?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we're throwing jump balls to former Iowa State players. <laughs> Beats me. Not what I'd be doing if I was playing the NFL, but.
0: Yeah, that's bad. All right. Well, uh we'll get let's get into the rest of our cards here. I've got roughly six or seven more to go through. I don't know, Lance, you got a I lot?
1: absolutely love the board this week. Um,
0: I do too. I getting into some of these. Mm.
1: All right. So, I'll start with uh, Wisconsin minus 19 and a half. I think this is just a big revenge game for Wisconsin. I think they're they're getting a lot a little bit of uh there's a little bit of I don't want to say timidness from the public a, about their running back situation, but they just reload every year. They obviously have that great offensive line. I think they just run it down Illinois' throat, and they're out to prove a message after that big upset last year.
0: Yeah, see, I I flipped on this one initially. I was going to look to take Wisconsin in this one. This was one of my bets. I'm going to look to take Illinois plus 19 and a half. Hopefully, maybe get to 20. That'd be cool. But yeah, listen, I agree with your points. You're saying Wisconsin's line is certainly going to dominate this game, and Illinois lost some defensive pieces last year. But they've got their quarterback Peters back with some decent wide receivers. I mean, yeah, not great in terms of again we're talking about Illinois here. But Wisconsin has only covered nineteen and a half two times in thirteen years against Illinois. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to ride with the trend here. I was initially going to bet Wisconsin, thinking the same thing you were. I kind of am thinking about flipping. It's just a lot for the first game, COVID year. I don't know. I like Illinois here in this one, Parker.
2: Yeah, this is a tough one. I uh you know, I don't really know a whole lot about what Wisconsin has this year compared to last year, but I was kinda of thinking the same thing, just Illinois is not too terribly impressive, but almost twenty points seems like a lot to cover. I I think if I was to bet on this game I'd I'd have to do an Illinois covering.
0: Yeah, you don't have to give out a bet if you didn't have it have it written down there. But we're also at the end, Parker, as Lance and I were discussing, we're gonna be doing mortal locks now. We're gonna be finally Setting that in, we're going to be keeping track of our records on those. So we'll give that at the end, but Lance, keep running through your card here.
1: Um, I like Louisiana plus two and a half. I think this line's a little deflated. Actually, just got up to plus three. Um, I think this line's a little deflated after a loss to Coastal Carolina, which we'll get in, I'll get into that later, but I think that Coastal Carolina team is very good. Um, I think this Louisiana team is a solid team. I think, I mean, coming off a win against um, Iowa State early in the year, they haven't looked great, but I think – this loss kind of like shakes them awake, and I think they beat the brakes off UAB. Um, and then I got North Carolina. You just want me to rip through it?
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: uh, I got North Carolina minus fourteen and a half. NC State's quarterbacks out. It's a huge bounce back spot. I mean, they laid an absolute egg last week. I mean, I think they're going to come out with something to prove against a division rival or a in-state rival here. Um, K State minus nineteen and a half, and first half minus ten. I mean, this is just strictly a fade Kansas play. That Arkansas State loss for Kansas State is so far like in the rearview mirror at this point. Their defense has been looking good. Um, Kansas is 0-4 against a spread and has average losses by 27.5 points this year. I mean, they stink. I mean, they're miserable. Just fade Kansas.
0: Good defense, too, out of Kansas State as well.
1: Um, that. That's my mortal lock. I'll save that for the end. Um, Old Miss plus 150 on the money line. They struggled last week on offense, specifically against Arkansas. I think they big bounce back big this week. Auburn, I mean... I'm just going to be fading Bo for a while. I mean, the dude made terrible decisions last week, basically lost the team the game last week. It's hard to even say that, but it really was what did them in last week. I think this is another similar line to last week, and I think I'm just going to keep riding that trend of Auburn minus three on the road is kind of crazy to me. So, um, Penn State minus six. I like Indiana this year, but I love Penn State. I love that line coming back. I love Sean Clifford. The weapons might be an issue, especially with Journey Brown um, out for the year. they with. got a great
0: tight end, though. It might be crazy to match up with. I was reading about it a little bit today. going to be tough to match up with for, with for Indiana as well. We'll get into that later. I got that as
1: well. Yeah, so no Journey Brown. Um, that definitely hurts. Michael Parsons as well. Yeah. It's definitely going to be tough, but I think this is just a Penn State – I think Indiana's going to be good this year, but they're just not on the Penn State-Ohio State level yet, or probably ever will be. So that is what it is. Um, Iowa over 53, we talked about that. Um, Clemson first half minus 29. This feels like a crazy line to take, but Clemson is just so much better than Syracuse. I think they just rolled through them. Uh, Virginia Tech minus nine. They are just going to run the ball all over this team. I can't remember who they play, honestly. I forgot. That's bad.
0: It's okay happens i mean we got oh, a, lot games, a lot of games wake games my boys wake yeah they're gonna get it ran down their throat
1: wake allows 198.3 yards per game it's one of the worst clips in the in the acc virginia tech is running the ball so efficiently this year 312 yards per game they're just gonna run it all over them i think they just blow them out um kentucky minus five and a half i mean they're on the rise they're uh, Back to back dominating wins over Mississippi State and then over, obviously over rival Tennessee. I don't know how Missouri is only plus five and a half at home. Like that seems crazy to me. I think Missouri stinks. Terry Wilson's a stud. I think it's a letdown spot for Missouri too, coming off a win over LSU. I know LSU isn't like anything special Kentucky, this year. Kentucky
0: but defense rising as well.
1: Yes, for sure. I know it's LSU kind of stinks this year, but like it's still a big win for a team like Missouri to beat LSU. So I think it's kind of a little bit of a hangover spot too. I love Kentucky minus five and a half. Minnesota plus three, we talked about. Cincy plus two and a half, we talked about. And then my final pick, besides my mortal lock, is San Jose plus seven. I know absolutely nothing about either of these teams. It's a home dog. It's 930. It's on the West Coast. Just give me the home dog on the West Coast.
0: All right, just for the sake of our, our gambling lives, you have to give me a pick on the Hawaii-Fresno State game. Uh, Hawaii's, it's plus four. It's, Hawaii's our boys, for those not knowing. We are used to seeing Hawaii play games at 11 o'clock at night. It's usually the last game we watch as we're absolutely hammered. It is what it is, so we always got to have
1: a bet in on it. It's always a bailout game. Um, I assume that quarterback's gone from Hawaii. I honestly know nothing about the game other than I'm going to bet Hawaii plus four. If that quarterback's gone from Hawaii... I'm just going to take Fresno State minus four. They beat them last year. I've bet Hawaii so many times, and they were not very good against the spread last year. Fresno State money line, question mark? Minus minus one sixty five seventy. 70? Yeah. I'll just take the four. Just give me the four. I think they cover the four.
0: All right. Well, Parker, you want to get into your card, and then I'll get into mine? I know you probably don't have a whole lot else here.
2: Uh, No, I don't don't have a ton, but that Hawaii-Fresno State game, I think... uh, Fresno State is going to beat them pretty handily, so I uh, will not be taking Hawaii this week. <laughs> Got They're off the islands. Not, nothing special when they're not playing in Hawaii. Um, but I do have about four other college games. Um, I have the over in the two-lane and UCF game. It's sitting at about 72 right now. UCF, uh, I mean, their games are like in the 80s and 90s, reaching hundreds almost every week. They – they score about mid 40s and give up about mid 30s.
0: Two lanes uh, good. Two, I mean, two lanes I mean, good. Two lanes. Yeah,
2: good. I say they they took SMU to overtime last week. They, uh, I mean, they put points up. They, I mean, they even put up points. They made a Navy game relatively high scoring. Uh, I, I don't see why uh, this one doesn't go over. Um, I have Penn State to cover against Indiana right now. I'm looking at it about five and a half. Uh, I understand that. Indiana has a lot of weapons, but uh, I just think this is a spot where Penn State's Penn State. I mean, they rank in the top 10, probably should be higher with the weird rankings of the Big Ten starting late. I think they, uh, they go in there and roll. Uh, I also have the over, and then I also have BYU to cover in that game. Uh, Wilson's got a Heisman campaign that he's working towards. He's got a you got to show out against teams like Texas State. I mean, this team Texas State's getting beat by teams I didn't even know had college football teams. So I think they beat the brakes off them. They covered almost 30 points, and then 16 and a half is nothing. I I could see BYU scoring 50 in this one, and then just giving up a you know a couple gimme points, and then. uh I have one more, but that will be my more to walk for college football, so you can go ahead
0: righty, so I've got a few left here this week. Just gonna kind of run through the top of them. I'm gonna keep betting Miami this week, Miami minus twelve and a half, looking to get it back get back on track if you will. I don't know. they didn't cover against Pitt last week. Pitt's a good defense. I just think that they're gonna I'm gonna keep riding them this year. Right, listen, I bet' them like every week. They're not doing, like, terrible for us, so I'm going to keep betting them against Virginia here. I just don't think Virginia's that great. I think Miami's defense can certainly hold Virginia to, like, 17 points. I think Miami puts up, I don't know, a bunch here. I'm going to take Miami there. I'm on Penn State minus six as well for all the right reasons. I think they're going to look to dominate up front with the O-line as well as get the the tight end involved. Sparring a name here. Sorry for that, but nonetheless, he's – Big boy. Big boy, about 250. Look to get him in in space as well. Taking the Iowa over 53.5 as well. I was discussing. We'll see about this Hawaii. I got to look into it more. I was just going to bet it out of principle, but the boys being uh, non-Hawaii may flip me on that. And, yeah, be sure to check out for our picks. We'll be posting both of them on – well, you'll be posting them on your Twitter. We'll post them on – The Hawks view, or excuse me, the Triangle Sharps one as well, as well as mine and Parker's. We'll get all of our cards out there. Try to get those tweets out there. As well, I'm going to take Pitt plus 10 against Notre Dame. This is an odd one for me. I personally, I just don't think that Notre Dame's that, like, like, above average. Listen, going back to, I believe, the 2018 year? Notre Dame goes undefeated. They played them. They only won by five against Pitt. Listen, I think Pitt's D is just going to stand out this game. I don't know. Low scoring. I just don't see Notre Dame necessarily covering 10. Had a bad week against Louisville. Could be a bounce-back spot. Might be wrong on this one. But I like Pitt plus 10. I think the D is going to force limit Williams' Williams' run game from Notre Dame and Ian Book. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, was right about Ian Book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, and then BC minus three and a half. I don't even remember who they're playing. You got a name for me here. Oh, Georgia Tech. I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I think Georgia Tech is <laughs> like Georgia most, Tech just stinks. Yeah, them. They, am, they just Georgia stinks. they so, no bad for me at any yeah. point in time.
0: BC minus three and a half. Sure, why not? And okay. then I'll save my mortal lock here. So, Lance, you want to start with yours?
1: Yeah, my mortal lock is Coastal Carolina minus five and a half. I don't know how this line is only minus five and a half. I think that's crazy. I love uh, Grayson McCall. I love this offense. They're so fun to watch. Like they run like a trendy option passing attack, and McCall fits perfectly in that system. They're five and two against a spread in their last seven. I think this is. I think they blow the doors off Georgia Southern. Parker.
2: So. You touched on it already. My mortal lock is Miami covering 12-and-a-half on Virginia. Um, I mean, for a lot of the reasons that we've been on Miami basically the whole year. Uh, I think Virginia's trending in the wrong way. They got a quarterback with a negative touchdown-to-turnover ratio. I just think uh, this is a pretty easy one for Miami to cover here. I'm adding that to my card.
1: What's the spread?
0: 12-and-a-half. I mean, it's Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, I'm back on Miami. All righty. So, my mortal lock and my mortal lock is Penn State Indiana under 62. I think this is a lot of points for a Big 10 game. Listen, they have two new offensive coordinators coming in for both these teams. And I just think it's a spot where Penn State's defense certainly is going to show out and I just don't think that these two teams are necessarily going to be ready to go out and score 62 points in my opinion. I just don't see it happening. Even if Penn State goes out and puts up, like, 34, I think they win, like, 34-17, 34-24. That's Especially still not like a over.
1: Feel out, a feel-out A feel-out feel out game.
0: game. I just don't see that at all. Two new offensive coordinators, that just doesn't make any sense to me. I, under 62-and-a-half 62, 62 here,
1: I just like that a lot. I'm going to wait, because I think that's going to go to 63, but I'm also adding that to my card.
0: Yeah. I I like the boys more to locks this year when you brought up I saw coastal carolina on your card I was like wow I like that a lot I like that a lot But uh it should be a very a very fun week in college football nonetheless and we'll get into our NFL picks this week We've been going through every game this this the past All few times which is kind of interesting but I don't know should should we just keep doing that should just keep rocking every game or
1: Yeah but Let's do like cards at the end. Like, let's just do like a, you know what I mean? Like a game previews and then card yeah, like at the end. Just like a little leans or whatever. But then I want to, because I don't like a lot of the lines this week in the NFL. I love the board in college football. Don't love the board in the NFL this week. Already,
0: Well, we've got week seven. So Giants, Eagles tonight.
1: Yikes. Yikes, Parker. Yikes. This is
0: Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Care to comment?
2: I mean, this is brutal. Uh, I don't know how much you guys are paying attention to the game, but Wentz is literally – I don't know if this is the offense that they had designed or what, but Wentz is just throwing jump balls when they get in the red zone. This is a team that two years ago and three years ago was the most efficient team in the red zone, running all sorts of these, like, crazy pick plays, obviously illegal, but, like, all this crazy slant stuff. They had good runs, and they're just – it looks like they're playing backyard football right now. It's pretty, it's pretty atrocious.
0: Yeah, I somehow just faded the public in this one and took the Giants in our pick'em, which I had the Eagles. Not many people had, which was nice. So hopefully, you get a leg up there. Bucks Raiders. Bucks blow them out in this one. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the Bucks are. I mean, the Bucks are going to run through the Raiders, especially with all the COVID. I think they have five or six offensive linemen in quarantine now. Like this, there's not even a line out for this game anymore. I can't believe I didn't bet it at minus two and a half. Earlier this week, because now it's going to be like minus eight. And I still think the Bucks probably cover that because this Pat, that pass rush against uh, offensive line with no starters is going to be upping a bloodbath.
0: Certainly a bloodbath. Lions Falcons this week. Mm. I think I'm going to keep riding my Lions this week against the Falcons.
1: Yeah, this is on my card. I love the Falcons this week. I think they have a big bounce back week or not a big bounce back week. I think Julio Jones getting back is huge for them. I don't. I think this Lions defense is awful. I mean, I know no Atlanta stats favored. Back that up, but favored. Yeah,
0: kind of scares me. Nonetheless, Parker, you got anything on this Lions Falcons game before we come back to our cards?
2: Yeah, this. I feel the same way about Falcons here. I'm getting Julio back, having their all their receivers healthy was pretty evident last week with uh, what's supposed to be a pretty good Minnesota defense and Detroit's defense isn't quite on that level. I think. I think Atlanta can cover at home.
0: Browns Bengals. Uh, Browns minus three against the Bengals. Mm, weird, weird spread for me on this one again.
1: Yeah, I love the Browns in this game. I saw my card too. Um, the brown the Steelers defense is going to make a lot of teams look like the Browns offense looked against the Steelers, and also the Steelers shit on the Browns every single year. So I don't know how I had the Browns last week. That's terrible. But the Bengals rank at the bottom five of the NFL in run defense. The Browns are number one. And they're just going to run it down their throat all game. I think they just win. I think they blow out the Bengals.
0: Parker, anything on this one before we move to Steelers-Titans?
2: Yeah, this line just, just blows my mind, honestly, how, how low it is in the Browns' favor. I think this is one that the Browns probably win by a touchdown easily.
0: Yeah, so Steelers-Titans, two undefeated teams. Steelers at the Titans this week. Tennessee's minus one. I don't know. I just I think I'm going to keep riding the Steelers and I don't don't think Tennessee's necessarily played anybody worth a damn yet.
1: Yeah, I'm not impressed with Tennessee yet. Um obviously the, the Bills game was I mean, they impressed me in that game. I'll give them that, but Uh What about wait, the
0: under in this game? 50 and a half.
1: Yeah, I, that's quite a few points for these two teams. What? Yeah,
0: I figured this one would be like 44 and a half, 45.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be pretty low scoring. I don't know. I would add I'm going to add the under 2 now that you just say that, but uh, I don't think the Steelers' offense has seen a defense like the Steelers' defenses. So,
0: Yep. Parker?
2: Uh, I mean, this one is my mortal lock in the NFL. I don't know if you want me to touch on it now or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll hold on to it. <laughs> no, we'll wait. All right. All right. So we'll go to the NFC South here, Panthers-Saints. Saints minus seven. I feel like that's a lot for the Panthers.
1: Michael Thomas is still out too like or well, he's questionable, but he sat out practice today with another with his hamstring. I think that's kind of been nagging on him. I think Teddy's been looking good against some bad defenses
0: though. Like he's doing enough. He's throwing it accurately, I think. As long as he doesn't throw picks, I think he keeps him in games. I think he keeps him around. I don't know. Seven's a lot for me in this one.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm still not sold on the Saints offense without Michael Thomas, so
0: Anything on this NFC South showdown here, Parker?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater, he's familiar with the Saints team, obviously playing for him last year. Probably, uh, you know, got to play against them every day of the week while Breeze was out in practice. Uh, I mean, he's been kind of like a pretty consistent guy for someone who's went through some scary injuries and whatnot. I think they definitely cover. Saints don't really impress me a whole lot.
0: All the Bills minus 12.5 against the Jets. I think I'm just going to keep betting the Bills to cover here. You just keep betting against the Jets. Don't matter how high the number gets, I think you just keep betting against
1: them. I think they're just going to – I mean, the Dolphins covered 9.5. When was the last time that happened? Yeah, I mean, this I, – uh, I mean, I would – I think you're crazy to bet on the Jets at any point at any time this year. I, I really feel like they're just tanking. I feel like they're trying to lose games, so – uh, I think Josh Allen has a big bounce back week too against the bad secondary. He's had a couple of bad weeks in a row, but I think that they should be primed for a a, a good beat week. down in this game.
0: Yeah. Parker, I'm just gonna move past that one. Cowboys Washington here, NFC East. Mm, showdown here. I think this one could be a a little bit of a sneaky good game.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it's gonna be similar to the Thursday night game we watched where it's just a complete shit show for sixty minutes. But well,
0: in terms of it being a game.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. Um, I think that Andy Dalton kind of like knocked the rust off in that last game.
0: I mean, they, he put up some points. I mean, he, I mean, late a few touchdowns, I believe. I but mean,
1: yeah, they looked like absolute trash, but I think he kind of knocked the rust off. I would be mortally shocked if Zeke fumbled two times again. He's already had four or five fumbles this year. He's been in the media all week talking about how there's nothing you can really do to fix it. It's just kind of fumble luck. I think the Cowboys are going to bounce back this week.
0: Parker, anything in the your NFC East?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the Redskins win this one. Or, I'm sorry, the football team win this one. Uh, the Cowboys are going through a lot of the same offensive line problems that the Eagles are. You saw what Washington did week one against the Eagles with like eight sacks, and basically we're in Wentz's face every time he stepped back. Uh, I think Dalton's going to be a lot of the same thing, and Dalton's about... A hundredth of the athleticism that Wentz has, so I think he's going to be eating a lot of sacks, throwing a lot of balls away. I think uh, I think the Redskins, or sorry, the football team, can I guess shock the Cowboys and beat them.
0: I also think that Antonio Gibson is going to have a day against this
1: this Cowboys defense. I think they're going to look
0: to run the ball with him this week as well.
1: Yeah, I mean the Cowboys defense can't stop anything. So nothing. Definitely don't hate what you guys are saying. Nothing.
0: Packers, Texans, Green Bay minus three and a half.
1: Green Bay after getting humbled by the
0: Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do we got here, Lance?
1: I think this game, I mean, this is going to be a shootout, obviously. Uh, Yeah, the Packers' defense is absolutely (laughs) miserable and the Texans' defense is worse. Um, I actually had written down this might be one of the few games where the Packers play a defense worse than them. Um, I think this is a big bounce-back spot for the Packers. I think they win this game.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm on the same thing here. Parker, anything on the Packers?
2: Yeah, I love the Packers here. I think the Texans suck. I'm just all in on the Packers.
0: Chiefs, Broncos, Chiefs minus nine and a half. I don't have a lot here. I think that they're just going to roll.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know how they're going to get Le'Veon Bell involved. I'll be interested to see that for sure. I think I started Clyde Edwards-Layer in that Daily Fantasy thing this week, but I don't know. We'll see. I think Drew Locke coming back helps the Broncos a lot. Um, As we saw last week, I guess they didn't really do anything on offense, but I think that he's definitely the guy for the future. There, he's gonna. There's gonna be some growing pains, but I think he's the guy there. I mean, the Chiefs are gonna win this game.
0: Yeah, Parker. I'm just gonna move on in this one. 49ers, Patriots, Patriots minus two here in Foxborough. I think this could be a bounce back spot, kind of for the Patriots. Look to get back on track.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, they had they they were definitely rusty. I mean, Cam and after sitting out two weeks was definitely rusty. Um, I don't necessarily love this number because I think the 49ers are kind of trending in the right direction. Bill Belichick will probably have the boys ready. I don't really have an opinion on this game. I think it's going to be a good game, though.
0: Parker, anything on this one? I think it's going to be good, too, though.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know. The, The Patriots seems weird, like Lance was saying, with Cam Newton being rusty last week after sitting a couple weeks. That kind of scares me. The 49ers are definitely trending in the right direction after getting their shit stomped by the Dolphins, beating the Rams last week. I just find it tough to bet against the Patriots as just a two-point favorite at home.
0: Yeah, I agree. Chargers, Jaguars, Jag- uh, excuse me, the Chargers minus 7.5. I think the Jaguars stink against a relatively decent Chargers defense. I think Chargers are going to win this game. Don't think of I'm not sure about a cover, but I think they're going to win.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely not betting it. I love Herbert. Um, I think Minshew's been good this year. I think both of these teams are just kind of there this year. I don't think either of them is going to do really anything special, but I think the Chargers are definitely trending in the right direction, like we talk about. Um, That defense is, I mean, they fly around, they make plays. I would probably lean the Jags plus 7.5, but I don't have a pick. I think the Chargers win the game. Yeah, I agree. Seahawks, Cardinals,
0: Sunday Night Football. Oh, this, this is going to be a good game. Sorry, Parker. I'm just moving on from that one. It's a big spread. Is there anything you got to say?
2: Oh No, i was just say I think the Chargers are going to blow them out. This is the first time Herbert's going to have all his weapons healthy around them. Jaguars' defense sucks. I think Michael Williams and Keenan are going to go off.
0: Yep. Couldn't agree more. Sunday Night Game, Seahawks, Cardinals. Seahawks minus 3.5, over under 56. Wow. I, this is going to be a good Sunday Night Game.
1: Yeah, I love the over in this game. I think this is going to be points, points, points. Um, Cardinals obviously coming off a nice win against the Cowboys. Granted, I mean, the Cowboys looked like absolute trash, but I've got the Seahawks in this one personally. Yeah, the, uh, I, I think they roll. Yeah, I also have that on my card. I think, I mean, I just think that like, these listen, two teams are kind of similar in the point, like the quarterbacks with the offensive weapons. Not very much defense. I would probably say the Cardinals have a better defense, but I still think the Seahawks are just
0: I would slightly agree with that. I would say they probably have the better defense. But listen, as we were talking about on the recap, I think the Cardinals just beat a just a very bad, I mean, Cowboys team. I mean, oh, we can't sure. be all that impressed with this. I think that's why we just gotta take the Seahawks here. Probably bet the money line. I don't like the hook necessarily there. Three and a half. Parker, you got anything here?
2: Uh I, I like the Chiefs, I like the Over. This is why I definitely am going to wait to see if Jamal Adams is playing though. He was supposed to and apparently there must be some kind of setback this week cuz he's not been practicing even though there was a chance he was going to play last week. So I'll wait to see if that goes and then probably bet Seattle.
0: Yeah, Monday night Bears Rams. Rams -6 at home. This seems like a lot of points. This seems like a lot of points.
1: Uh I think the Rams are going to bounce back this week. Um I'm Cover? Just, yeah, I think the Rams looked like lost on specifically the offensive end against the Cowboys or the 49ers, especially in that first half. I mean, he, I think they kind of bounce back. I don't really It kind
0: of seems like they've been all over the board in terms of like the offense. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird weird vibe out of this Los Angeles Rams team.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm kinda of like going back on it now that I'm thinking about it. I don't it seems like uh, a lot, man. There's definitely it's definitely a lot of points.
0: For the Bears. I mean the Bears, as we talked about, the Bears defense has been flying around this year. I mean, I don't know. Parker, you got anything in this one?
2: I don't know. This is one where I feel kind of weird with like what you're saying with the Rams offense. They uh they look good one week and then they look terrible the next. Uh I just think the bears they have this good defense uh the rams I, I don't know i think the bears can cover it's like you're saying it's a lot of a lot of points to cover for the rams and then at a game where a lot of points probably aren't going to be scored i could see this one being like a 21 18 rams win yeah
0: i agree so let's just start ripping through the cards then lance we can start with you again here
1: uh i got falcons minus two and a half steelers plus one in the under 50 and a half packers minus three and a half Seahawks minus three and a half, Cowboys plus one, Panthers plus seven and a half, Bills minus twelve and a half, Rams minus six, and my immortal lock.
0: Parker, go ahead.
2: Uh I mean the stuff that I like the most, I'll just give out uh, you know, the three that I really like the most. Obviously, the Bills to cover. I'm gonna have Washington to win, and then I'm gonna have the Packers to cover, and then my mortal lock is the Tennessee Titans beating the Steelers. I think the Steelers suck. They've played close games with Houston, who sucks. The Eagles, who suck. Denver, without Drew locker who sucks. Giants suck. the breaks off the Browns, but they always do that. It's just like big brother, little brother stuff. Titans, you know, they don't necessarily have the greatest wins. I think both these teams are honestly frauds at 5-0. and 0, But I, I think the Titans are the better team.
0: Do you see this as a little bit of a trap line? A, a lot of bit of a uh, trap line? Or no? Do you just think it's a close game no matter what?
2: No, I, I I feel like it's a little bit of a trap, to be honest, yeah. But I don't know. I, I just feel like this is one where Tennessee goes in and takes care of business, and it's really not even it's not even a sweat for them.
0: All righty. Anything else here on your card? No, that's it. Alrighty, so, yeah, I had the Giants to cover tonight. We talked about that earlier. Seahawks' money line is going to be my bet. Bears plus six might be a trap, but I'm finally going to get on the Bears this week, hopefully get a win on a cover out of them. Green Bay money line, Bills minus 12 and a half. The Bucks. I was going to bet them basically no matter what the spread was. And then the Steelers under I like as well. And then I'm going to wait to bet the Steelers game. I'm going to bet it. I think this is going to be a good game, but I was initially going to bet the Steelers. We'll see. We'll see. So let's give out some mortal locks here.
1: My mortal lock is Browns minus three. We kind of touched on it. I talked about the Bengals. They can't stop the run. The Browns are big bounce back week. I mean, they looked like trash last week. I just think this Bengals defense is miserable and they just run the ball all game and pretty much salt this one away. Parker.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I'm all in on the Titans, beating, beating the Steelers pretty handily.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to take the Bills minus 12.5. I'm just going to keep right fading the Jets here. I just see no reason why they don't win by, like, 20 against the Jets. I mean, they're going to put up a lot of points this week too. Kyle Allen coming back off of a couple iffy games, certainly, against a poor secondary. So I think they're going to bounce back there this week. And also just thinking about flipping on the Steelers under. I don't know. I don't know. I just love the under. I don't know. I like the under, too, but we'll see. We'll see. Nonetheless, we'll make sure to post our cards on the Twitter as well. I think we rounded out a pretty solid and efficient pick and pod this week, I think. And we'll be sure to get a schedule out for next week. Other than that. The website is coming. It's form. It's it's formulating. It is uh, starting to form an identity for itself. Right, Lance?
1: Yeah, it's coming along. I got to get those logos in, and then it's basically pretty much done. I don't know what we're gonna do with the URL yet, but <sighs> again, in a, in a wormhole. So,
0: in a wormhole with the uh, URL domain name for our for our website, nonetheless. And yeah, I've I'm pretty much got the go ahead on the merch idea basically just got to design it and get it going. But I'm really excited for that. Hopefully to get that going next week. And other than that, I don't think we have very many updates, but keep leaving reviews. We certainly, 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 certainly love the support from you guys. Helps us out tremendously grow, get new listeners out there as well as just interacting with us on Twitter. Going to be doing more stuff to get a little bit of interactive with you guys. See what you guys like, ask some questions, hopefully get some questions in on the pods as well. I think it would be a good thing just to interact with the listeners a little bit, get something uh, that you guys want to hear on the pod as well. Other than that, I think we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Go Hawks, for one. Enjoy the Big Ten football. And, uh, Parker, thanks for calling in tonight. Although you couldn't be here, I know you wish you were. I know you wish you were having some uh, drinks tonight, but nonetheless.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I would much rather be uh, going to Brothers right now with you guys, but it is what it is.
0: All right, well, anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, kick it and follow along with us on Twitter. We'll see you guys. He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end
1: zone. Touchdown,
2: Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa.
1: Play fake. Beathard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. is on the way. It's good! It's good! (laughs) Iowa wins
0: 14